ブペルブブブブルブブブルルトゥトゥトゥルルブブルルトゥトゥトゥルルビルブイチワワ Who needs a theme song? That's right. That's better. I love it. Welcome to This Enduring Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. Today, we are discussing Season 2, Episode 11B, Bringing Up Norky. This episode originally aired on November 22nd, 1986. That's right. We did boys. you notice? Did you notice in the cast and crew section that we have a new... Sort of a new, we have a new co-author at least. Yes. That's right. Today's episode is written by Bob Carew and Earl Crest. We'll talk yep. about Earl Crest in a minute. Uh, directed by Dale Scott. This was released on VHS as Ewoks 4, Wicket's Adventures as he becomes a warrior. Hmm. Uh, Earl Crest is our featured cast member today because he is probably the most prolific TV writer that we've had involved in this whole shebang. Yeah. Of course, we had... Uh, Linda Wolverton wrote a couple episodes, and she'd go on to write The Lion King and things like that. Paul Dini, of course, Batman the Animated Series and things like that. But Earl Kress, if you go and look up his IMDb page for what he's written, it's like every show from Ewoks like to current. So Wow. Written things like Animaniacs, Transformers, DuckTales, Smurfs, Tiny Toons, Crypto the Superdog, some of the Tom and Jerry movies, the Disney's The Fox and the Hound. It's all over the place. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, pretty pretty prolific writer here, Earl Kress. I don't know why uh, he has just a co-author credit on this. I don't know why they were like, hey, Earl, why don't you come help me crack the story of Norky? I don't know. Yeah. All right, should we get into this uh, synopsis? Let's... Do it. Synopsis. <laughs> the the uber-detailed plot of Season 2, Episode 11B, Bringing Up Norky. Shadu agrees to babysit her friend's son, Norky. Knowing Norky, Wicket is dreading it, but Tebow doesn't think Norky is so bad. That is, until Norky's parents leave. Norky begins to terrorize the kids by stealing all the cookies, then setting Baga loose into the Warrior Council meeting. Norky appears to redeem himself when he offers to spread his cloak over a puddle for Latara so she can cross over. He pulls it out from under her, and she falls directly into the muddy puddle. Norky gaslights the Ewoks, blaming the Ewoks for problems that he created. Satisfied with his behavior, Norky asks Shadu if he can stay longer, and she agrees, not knowing what he's done. Frustrated, the gang thinks of a plan to get rid of Norky and teach him a lesson. Sneaking into Logray's hut, the gang finds his globe of Endor, which happens to be smaller than they thought. Tebow eagerly uses magic to gigantify the globe, and it unfortunately begins to roll all around the hut, causing havoc until it finally comes to a crashing stop. Each Ewok suggests dreaded places to send Norky on the globe, but Nisa insists on a safe place, like the vacant valley, much to the surprise of the rest of the gang. They set up their trap, placing a glider and a treasure map nearby. 
They walk slowly away, baiting Norky by talking loudly about losing a map to untold treasure. It works, and Norky takes the map and glider and soars off to the vacant valley. Later, Logray calls to Tebow, asking if he's seen his map to the vacant valley. Nervous, Tebow asks why, and Logray tells him every hundred years the holes appear in the valley. Uh, holes appear in the valley, and he would like to go and observe them. Tebow tells him he knows right where it is and runs off. The group quickly flies to the valley and can see the holes have already started. The group splits up to find Norky quicker. Tebow charms some vines into springs to help he and Wicket jump over the holes while the girls soar overhead using gliders. They quickly find Norky and, and admit they tricked him and insist they all get out. Even though Norky drove them crazy, he's still their friend. Norky, Norky had no idea he had any of those and is moved by the compassion. Wicket, Tebow, and Norky suddenly get sucked into a hole, but Nisa and Latara save them using their gliders. Back home, Norky is sorry for being such a lurdo. His parents finally return and are stunned to hear Shadu say that it was a great time taking care of Norky. Norky giggles awkwardly, but it turns into belly laughs when Wicket joins him. Roll uh, credits. Ha ha ha! should go back and see how many episodes end in just laughing. I know. <laughs> Probably like 50% of them. They're all like... <laughs> I feel like even by this point, that was kind of a stereotype. That's like Flintstones era, you know? Like Truly, the whole group really laugh. did all Like Harvey like Birdman was making fun of that, you know? From like the classic... Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Buddy and a wood chipper. <laughs> Such like... a great show. <laughs> Man, I love Harvey Birdman. Yeah. The the whole plot really is kind of a throwback, though. I mean, this this feels like something that would have happened in like an episode of Yogi Bear or something oh, like that. It's like the, yeah. the irritating friend and everybody, he comes around in the end. I thought it was very like by the numbers, that story. Yep. hundred percent. This one felt done. This one felt done to death. Like, oh, yep. Yeah. But I know what they're going to do with them. But just everything else around it was just ridiculous. Like the globe. Like they re honestly don't know nearby stuff. That's like really know. not great. Yeah. Also, that they need not, to go find the globe. That did not look like a map of a moon, but whatever. <laughs> I I think it's weird how <laughs> sometimes in the show the characters are very like anthropomorphic. You know, like his parents were. Yeah. Like she had like pearl earrings on. It was very like like a little couple. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of goofy. I don't hate <laughs> Norky's design. I guess it's kind of an interesting, some sort of like dinosaur badger look. You know. Or like kangaroo, yeah, I guess, like yeah, that's, mar some sort of like pouch marsupial. That makes more sense than whatever I said. Dinosaur so yeah, thing. Let's yeah. go with that. With like a lion tail, though. Yeah. You see it had that like the tail, the short hair tail with the plume on the end, yeah. like a lion does. Like, yeah, he was very different. Yeah. But I mean, that's like everything on the planet, right? I mean, so far, I mean, we've seen weirder. That's true. As far as like a main character, like little leprechaun looking dudes. And it's just like, that doesn't really jive with a forest moon. Yeah. But Norky, I feel like, kind of does, especially when you get into, like, that kangaroo-type look, and you're like, there are, like, arid deserts out there yeah. on Endor, so it's, like, kind of makes sense yeah. as far as, like, well, kangaroos are in Australia. Uh -huh. Norky species is in, like, the desert part of Endor. That okay, that makes sense. That has yeah. to be it. <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun to see Tebow use magic successfully. He did. He made the globe a little bigger than mm. he wanted to, but later, like when he makes yes. the shoes for them and stuff, like the springy, boingy, boingy shoes, like it works. And I was like, okay. Usually, Tebow mm -hmm. using magic is like a punchline, but this time it, it kind of worked. Yeah. 
was this a new staff? Tebow has like kind of a low gray esque staff that he was using. I think I've seen that before. Oh, okay. And I feel like every time he's used that, he's messed up. I see. But when he's used like the dust, he seems to be a little bit more success, at least a little bit more successful. Okay. Right. But I think I've, I think we've seen him use that staff before because I've seen it before. It was, it didn't stand out to me like, oh, yeah. that's odd. Like I felt like I'd seen it in an, a previous episode. Yeah. He has a staff. He is using that. Normally, he always does something else with the, the dust. Right. So I thought that was kind of cool. It seemed like felt like uh, Tebow was leveling up a little bit. Yeah, he's getting there. When it comes to their plan to like trick Norky, I'm like, are are we trying to murder Norky today? Is that the plan? <laughs> when Nisa when Nisa said like, well, why don't we send him to the 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 like we don't really want to hurt him, and they're like, what? Right. Like, yeah, yeah no, they're like we wanted to kill him. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Nisa's like good copping this. She's like, guys, what if we just, what if we just banish him instead yeah. of murdering him? And they're like, oh, Nisa. And I mean, it's like you got to remember, like it's just for the, the like the day or the right. night or something. Like no Norky's parents no are gonna be, yeah, they like they're taking care of him for like I don't know ten hours, but they send him off to somewhere to get like killed. Yeah. For hours yeah, and hours, uh, <laughs> it was cold as ice. I don't know what their plan was, but it was uh, it was cold. It's as hard. Ice. Only the strong survive on Endor, I guess. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> I was happy to see the gliders back. We got some yeah. good glider action here. A lot of glider action. Yeah, that's your uh, that's like your bread and butter. You just you live for sure. the glider episodes. I do, I do, I love it. I thought it was kind of cool how when they they went to save Norky, they split up and mm. Tebow and Wicket are on yeah. the ground and they've got like the springy shoes that Tebow makes. And then the girls are like, you know, it's by land and by air, you know, yeah. we just needed someone to come in by sea. But I thought it was fun. I, I mean, you know, like I said, a very, very paint by numbers plot, but yeah. it worked. It worked for the time allotted. And, you know, we, we always talk about how sometimes it's like the whole world's going to explode unless you pull this lever. Yeah. And sometimes it's just kind of like a goofy little small plot. This was very contained. It was mm -hmm. like there was no villains. It was just, uh, you know, just a goofy little thing that they they set this in motion and then they had to go and fix it. So, yeah, you know, I thought it was a decent episode. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to sound like I'm knocking the, the cookie cutter episode because I think they did it well. Yeah, you know it's been done a hundred times, and we recognize it. But I think I've seen it before where it just was not done well in other yeah. shows. Where this one was just like, all right, you know, you kind of don't like Norky. Like they were yeah. successful, right? Like he he yeah. looks odd. His face can be cute looking, and it can be like really malicious looking. So they did That's a good true. job on like emoting his character. That's true. It, he did yeah. successfully make like an annoying character. Yes. You know, like he seems like that annoying friend. Oh, he you know does. I, mean? I don't know. Yeah. How, I don't know how they did it, but it's like, <laughs> oh, he's coming. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, I, I remember that feeling from childhood. But yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it looked pretty good. And I thought like him stealing the cookies in the beginning mm -hmm. and like making making Hulatara fall in the mud and stuff like yep. you know they, they set him up to be that annoying dude and then they kind of brought it home with a little redemption i guess where it's like yeah all right norky you old scallywag we're buddies now yeah i guess so yeah what was uh what was your favorite part what was your ichiwawa My moment ichiwawa moment i think it was definitely the springy vines that kind of caught me oh. off guard when Tebow was like, hey, let's do that. I got a great idea. And of course, there's like a yeah. pile of vines in the middle of a desert. 
which yeah. I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> but then Good I was point. like, oh, there you go. Like, you know, when you'd said, like, it was nice to see Tebow do some successful magic. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. I was just like, oh, he actually did what he meant to do this time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, so that was fun. And it worked, right? It they yeah. were, worked really well. Yeah. What about yeah. yourself? No, that's actually mine, too. That's oh, nice. what I wrote down. Because it it happened, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But I was waiting for the hammer to drop. You yeah, know, I was waiting, waiting for, for it to fail, right? Yeah. I, I was doing like, the same they thing. They go, and they go into it, and then they collapse, or they get hooked on something. And it's like, Timo. But no, he actually just, like, did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I thought that was I thought that was good. Yeah, what about your Okavark moment? What moment were you like, uh... Yeah, I, I mean, it breaks my heart to do it, but it actually was glider-related. Oh, yeah? When the fellas are down falling in the hole and Nisa and Latara come in the gliders to get them, they glide over to the hole and then just stop. Like, oh, did they? Re- oh, yeah. They just, they just stop. They totally. And then they lift them up like a helicopter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Nisa's up there and then Latara's kind of hanging from her glider. And then from Latara's glider, she grabs the guys, but she stop over the hole and then they just lift up like, yeah, like yeah. a helicopter. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but yeah. <laughs> gliders must be gliding. There's that so. science fiction. It's science fiction, Nick, and you go. At least there's right. still there's still like science science fiction. Yes. Like there's you know like like yeah. Ryan Johnson's laser beams arc in space or wow. his. T- yeah, that doesn't happen. So there is still a, there's an aspect of even though it is science fiction, there's still like unwritten laws and that's one of them right. you know your glider yeah. your yeah. air glider your wind glider doesn't stop yeah. short right and right out. yeah oh, i get that yeah and so we didn't even address it it was just like you know it did. this just works yeah mine was the whole scene with the globe i thought it felt very much like oh. didn't need that they could have just been like where should we take them you know oh i hate you know, some, you know, the forever maze and somebody could have been like, well, we don't want them gone forever. We just want them gone this afternoon. And then they think of like some other place that could have sent them. Right. Yeah. But they had to like, I've got an idea. And then they go to this globe and they're like, oh, it's smaller than I thought. And it's just like, wait, what are we looking at? Like, I was just like, am I supposed to know what this is? And then it was like, it was just like a weird scene to just kind of figure out where they should send them. And of course, too, they're like, let's send them here. And the other one's like, no, let's send them here, which is like entirely on the opposite end of the globe. And it's just like, whoa, guys, you're just babysitting for the yeah. afternoon. Like, you don't yeah. need to send them to like Kamchatka. All right, like, yeah. bro. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, it was so yeah, strange this... to me. And I was just like, that scene just didn't need to. Ha- that scene felt like it was to extend a- for a 20 minute episode. Maybe I'm like, here maybe. we are. So we only got 11 minutes here, guys, and we're wasting yeah. it, rolling this massive globe around just to decide where they're going to send him. Right, because it wasn't like, let's just get him lost in the woods. It yeah. was like, let's send him to a different hemisphere, you know? <laughs> and then there was, yeah, and it was just kind of like, I guess just to do like a goofy Tebow messes up magic thing. Like, I, I feel like that's the only real. Yeah, yeah. Like, point? we get it. I don't we, know. We know he messes up. So, uh, well, I guess it made it effective that like it did fool us when they did the springs. You and sure. I both kind of expected. All right. It's yeah. going to fail because, well, yeah, three minutes, failed. five minutes earlier, it failed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he failed. So, so I guess maybe that was a good aspect of it, but they didn't need this long scene of, you know, rolling around, yeah. crashing, doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Logan never knows what goes on his, in his hut. You'd think he'd have like, a locked. He's got no hut. He's got no security. You know, <laughs> yeah. just 
Just have one of those lurdos who's always hanging around just be like a bouncer. At yeah. Have Pass, you but... seen my map? And it's like, meanwhile, there's a his globe is literally yeah. six feet in diameter. Doesn't even notice it. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> He's slipping. Yeah, I He's know. really slipping. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Oh, I think maybe man. there. I think we did have a lesson this time. I think it was because Norky was sort of acting out because he assumed that they weren't going to like him. Like yes. he assumed people weren't going to like him. So he was like overdoing it. So mm-hmm. I think there was kind of a note there of like, maybe give your friends a chance or just be yeah. yourself. You know, it was kind of a because once they like talked about it, they were like, oh, no, you're fine. And it was all fine. So I yeah. think that was kind of the takeaway. You know? Yeah, he didn't think they were friends, but the gang was like, no, you're kind of a friend. Because after they did it, right, they did kind of feel sorry. Or, yeah. Ooh, I said that in a weird Canadian you way. You did. You got very Canadian. <laughs> yeah, you did. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Like Mike Myers all Jersey. Yeah, Sorry. Sorry. But uh, yeah, like they, they were sorry. For what they uh-huh. had done, you know, they felt bad. And then once they found out that, like, you know, they could have killed him, they, you know, were like, ah, oh, crap, you know. And then when he said, when they said, you know, you're our, you know, of course we would do this. You're our friend. He was all like, what? You're my friends? And then you see him feel bad for all the things he did because I yeah. guess he thought they didn't like him, I guess. That's why. Right. He so did he was, that. he was just sort of like, He's just being a brat. starting aggressive. Yeah. 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 Gadu gets all the credit for babysitting, and I gotta say, she's terrible at it because they sent him. They sent him to a very dangerous part of the planet or the yeah. moon. Sure, I'll watch so, her, and then doesn't watch yeah. her at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Then she's just like watching Prices Right while smoking a cigarette, and they they banished him to the other end of the world. <laughs> she she comes out of the hut. Yeah. Oh, there you are. Yeah, it was really good. He was great. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like the forest is on fire in the background. Children is such a joy. <laughs> what a gift. <laughs> oh, Shadu. Oh, Shadu. Oh, I love Shadu. Oh, I do too. I do too. Uh, we're coming up on uh, a special mm. episode for May the 4th. We're going to be doing another uh, book club crossover with the House yeah. Things podcast from the David A. Howe Public Library. We're going to be reading The Princess and the Scoundrel. Who is the author on that? Beth Revis. The Princess Beth Revis. and right. the Scoundrel by Beth Revis. It's a relatively recent, I want to say it's a 2022 publication. It's a Han Leia story, mm-hmm. a, lot of, uh, a lot of setting on Endor, so... Will we get some Ewoks? Maybe I'm hoping. I think so. The covers on Ewo- uh, on Endor, right? I think that's like yeah. in the background. You see, it, it, it looks very like an Elvish version yeah. of Endor. Now. It's like L- Lothlorien looking, yeah. like woodsy Elvish. Yeah, so it'll be it fun. It'll be fun. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah. So that's um, that's going to be dropping on May fourth. So if you want to read along with us, you can send us your thoughts on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know what you think of the book, mm. and we'll include that uh, in the special episode. But very next, we're going to be talking about episode thirteen A, Party Ewok. We're jumping an episode because Battle for Sunstar, which originally aired as the twelfth episode. Uh, was really kind of thought to be the series finale, and in fact was later re-aired to serve as the series finale. So we're going to mm-hmm. put it in that slot, and we're going to jump to Party Ewok right now. Can't believe we're uh, almost covering the I know. finale of this show. Yeah, I went to go select the episode in Disney+, Plus and I was like, oh. I went yeah. to the end of like the slidey thing, and I was like, oh man, I know it's happening. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm moving, looking forward to the next phase. Looking at droids, looking at the yeah, the Ewoks man. comics. There's a lot of cool stuff out there that we're gonna get to. So oh, yeah, all right. Well, uh, I guess that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Then heck yeah, man. 
it was fun. Yeah. I'll see you next time. That's right. And remember, if your friend annoys you, don't jump right to banishing to a different part of your planet. Try to give him a break. Okay? Just give him a map to the DMV. They'll be stuck yeah. there forever. Yeah, just... <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> Dip your waitresses. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'll see you next time. All right. See ya. This Andorian Life is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 9021 Here We Go, 90s Music Got Me Like, and Previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. 